0: When we have low self-worth and a negative self-concept, which is the way we perceive and evaluate ourselves, we will keep choosing partners over and over again who will prove us right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Self Witches. I am your host, Lauren Coletti. Today, we are going to be doing another episode in my spirituality series covering soul agreements, a little bit on pre-life birth planning. Um, We'll also be talking about soul contracts and how they affect us and universal assignments, aka what are spiritual assignments and how can we show up for them. We're going to be talking about these things in terms of just regular everyday life and particularly my favorite relationships. So, stay tuned. Thank you for joining me today. I also thank you all for your feedback, and we've reached over 4,000 listens as I stated in my last episode. So, I'm super excited for this, and please feel free to check me out on Anchor app, Spotify. I am now on Apple Podcasts, and you can also follow me on Instagram. I love when you guys reach out over Instagram and can connect with me there. So I thank you so much for your continued support, and let's get into today's episode. I always have this bad habit of putting gum in my mouth right before I record, and then I can't throw it out because it really bothers me. So I do apologize for this. I'm also talking a little bit lower because... I'm at my job right now on my lunch break, and I couldn't really find anything else to do. So happy Friday, by the way. I'm not sure when I will be releasing this. I've been kind of pumping out a lot of content, and I don't know if it's too much that people can't keep up, but I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and following my inner guidance. So let's just catch up, and then I'm going to kind of tie that into today's episode. Um, So a lot's been going on with me. And it's so funny how things have shifted in the last few months. Several months ago, I was really struggling with seasonal affective depression and feeling completely in anguish because I was jobless. And that kind of relates to what I'm going to be talking about today in terms of soul contracts and soul agreements. However, it's really funny because I accepted this job offer. I don't know how many of my friends listening are in New York, but if you are, you've probably heard of New York Project Hope. And Project Hope is an emotional support line for people who are struggling emotionally, perhaps even physically, financially, spiritually, because of the impact of COVID. So I'm working for Project Hope in crisis counseling, and it was kind of hard to get here. This job didn't come super easy to me. There was a lot of roadblocks and I even had a job removed after I was offered employment. So it's been a struggle, but here I am. And I'm really happy where I am right now because I'm working part-time. It helps because I'm finishing up school and I get to focus on my creative work and the podcast for everyone. So the second that I accepted this job, I got maybe like three calls back for job offers. And I said, you know what, universe? I I completely understand, but I find it very funny how when I'm seeking and desperate for a job, nothing. It was like crickets, everyone. No one wanted me. It was rejection after rejection. And the second I stopped needing a job because I got one, that's when all the offers came rolling in. And it just goes to show how like real and important energy work is and where our energy goes, attention flows. When I was focused on that lack, that scarcity, feeling insecure about my finances. And like, I was never going to get a job. That's all I continued to see. And now I'm working at this, this job and it's, (laughs) I don't want to say it's testing me, but if y'all have been listening to my last episode in the spirituality series, it was on acceptance and surrender and non judgment. And I find myself being specifically triggered by this one co worker who is a superior to me. She's kind of one of my supervisors, and it's been really triggering. And I just have to laugh at the perfection of the universe because last. Several days ago, this week, I was preaching about, oh, acceptance and non-judgment and kindness and surrender. And today I found myself being especially irritated and aggravated by this person. I found myself saying and thinking nasty things about her. And I just have to kind of take it easy on myself because I'm not perfect. I'm by no means enlightened This is all a practice and it's something that we all have to return to daily. So it's just noticing my judgments and kind of inquiring, inquiring, inquiring about this self-study that I really encourage y'all to participate in. It's just noticing when you're being triggered, noticing your thoughts that perhaps are resistant or not super kind and just reframing them with a sense of compassion because it's so easy to preach these things, but it's another thing completely different and a lot more challenging to actually implement them in our day-to-day lives, you know? So I want to get into soul agreements, contracts, and assignments, And I'll start by offering you this question of, do you ever feel like the same situation or problem keeps coming up in your life again and again, except maybe in different forms? And one common one that a lot of us perhaps can relate to is dating. Lots of people say that they feel like they keep manifesting the same relationship with different partners, or maybe it's a vicious cycle when it comes to money or with our jobs or physical problems that resurface. And from what I've noticed and what I've learned is that when the same type of problem or situation keeps appearing, that's because it's a spiritual assignment, also known as universal assignments, as Gabrielle Bernstein explains them. So spiritual assignments show us that we're always being guided, even when it doesn't feel like it, because the universe, its mission for us is to heal. So we'll keep being presented with our issues until we choose to heal them. And a spiritual assignment can look like um, like healing this childhood wound, perhaps, the feeling like you're not good enough. I know that this is how I experience a spiritual assignment. So a lot of things that we do will trigger us to not feel good enough, and it's like this recipe for disaster, that things keep happening and happening over and over again. And... Spiritual assignments show us where we need to put our attention on, even if it's not in the way that we had hoped. Um, We have to show up and heal them, recognizing the spiritual assignment and calling it by its name. And its name usually is fear, because when we find ourselves in a very uncomfortable situation, we have to recognize and accept that this fear or trigger has shown up to get our attention. This is the beginning of healing, and this is the first step, and we have to accept that we cannot avoid a spiritual assignment. Um, we It could be hard, especially if we're in a situation that we don't like, but we should be grateful for the situations that make us uncomfortable, because without them, we would not know that something is unhealed, some wound is still festering within us. So can you be grateful for your discomfort? Can you change your perspective and shift and see it as an opportunity to grow and do more healing work instead of seeing it as a punishment or something to complain about? So we have to thank the assignment for giving us a chance to heal, find deeper meaning and personal growth in the discomfort. Okay, And then we have to honor our feelings. So let yourself be present with what's coming up, your pain, your fear, your resistance. If we want to get to the root of these assignments, we have to be willing to work through them. And when we notice ourselves being triggered by an assignment, just breathe and know that by allowing the pain to pass through us, we strip away its power. We can transform these feelings. We are not our emotions. Emotions are simply energy in motion. And we have to allow ourselves time and safety and permission to feel what we've been trying to avoid. Knowing that we can transform it in a powerful, positive way when and if we choose to show up, if we call on compassion for that spiritual assignment and honor it as it keeps presenting itself to us. And when I recognize a spiritual assignment come up in my own life, I try not to judge myself for being back in that old belief system. By being compassionate towards myself, that's a huge step in healing our wounds. Choosing to honor ourselves for being willing to witness and heal. And when we have the courage to witness this assignment, we have an opportunity to show up for it and call on self-love. And this kind of goes back to what I was talking about last episode by placing our faith in the universe, saying thank you universe for presenting me with this assignment for growth and ready to show up with love. I welcome your support. Show me where to go. Sometimes we don't know what to do or where to go, but we have to place our hands in the universe and let the universe guide us. And so often, when we get caught up in a spiritual assignment, we create a lot of drama around it, and it's super easy to blame others for our discomfort. So we have to clean up our side of the street, metaphorically speaking, in order to welcome healing. And like I just said, we may not have the steps laid out in front of us. We may not know what the fuck to do or where to go. We may feel like everything is crashing down around us. But true healing occurs when we give ourselves permission to feel whatever. Feelings lie below the triggers. So something I'm going to read, and and I apologize for any background noise. As I said, I'm in work. (laughs) So bear with me. But I'm going to read something I wrote down in terms of relationships and how spiritual assignments relate to my life in intimacy. So I started dating Nick and I recognized a lot of triggering feelings and old wounds that needed attention and healing coming up as in he deserves someone better. But to be happy and free, we must be willing to show up. Or our assignment will continue to reemerge again and again in all of our future assignments. Nothing is an accident. Are you ready to recover and heal old wounds once and for all, or are we going to continue to run away? The universe provided me an opportunity to heal by giving me Nick, my current boyfriend, although the relationship can be triggering and hard. I feel like the universe is asking me, are you going to commit to your growth? Or are you going to keep on leaving when things get difficult? We must end the fearful stories from our past. We have to face our fears because God always gives us what we need, when we need it, if we show up. Uncomfortable situations are assignments. Sacred contracts allow us to heal, but we cannot avoid the assignment, only postpone it. It's the idea of the same person, different face syndrome. Fear. Fear this is what equates to fear fear means fuck everything and run so we have to feel the pain that the assignment triggers in order to heal our past because what we repress will persist behaviors become unconscious forms of resistance in my situation this is ending the relationship Ending the relationship when things get challenging. Ending the relationship when things get a little too close for comfort. When I feel vulnerable and things are becoming too intimate. And I feel naked. I feel afraid as if this is the perfect opportunity to run before I'm attacked. Fear means fuck everything and run. I love that. I got that from Gabby Bernstein. Really been a huge fan of her books lately. I've been just reading them all back to back. They're so, so good. But anyway, I wanted to talk about soul contracts and I've come to see that the last several months, if you haven't heard it enough, um, from November until March, I was unemployed, quit my job on a whim because I was super unhappy and very unfulfilled. And I found myself struggling hardcore to get a new job. It's like I tried everything. I was applying to like 20 places a day i'd applied to over 300 jobs in six months maybe got a call back from like five so it's like i was (laughs) i was in so much despair i can't even begin to tell you how much pain i felt rejected i felt unwanted i felt purposeless and it's like everything i did just didn't work i was following my intuition i was following my guides divine guidance Um, I was working on my energy at the time, working with spiritual coaches and teachers. So looking back now that I'm out of it and I'm happy again, thank God, um, I see that time period as a, a soul contract. Soul contracts are a reflection of your connection with yourself. And we often make like mistake soul contracts as simple agreements between us and other souls. And while this holds true to some extent, these contracts are not just about your relationship with others. So think of it this way. Before you were born, your soul had met up with other souls to decide on the experiences that you will go through in your forthcoming lifetime. This is like a round table discussion where you you all lay down the lessons that each of you needs to learn. And as you are born on earth, you will meet these souls as your family Your friends, even enemies, strangers, lovers, they will all play a vital role in your spiritual development. However, soul contracts often unfold in the most unpleasant ways. They act as roadblocks to fully inculcate lessons to our souls. It's like tough love. And the soul always chooses the bumpy road when it comes to growth. It's because the soul knows that the only way to get over life's most difficult struggles is to go through them. And this is why most people see soul contracts as a curse. I mean, in a nutshell, they are unfortunate events in our lives that cause us nothing but pain. However, as we look deeper, our soul will recognize this particular event as a catalyst even for its growth. If you're spiritually advanced, your soul may even understand this event as the soul contract itself. So it should be clear by now that to experience the full significance of a soul contract, one must understand its purpose. And this often does not come until later. You know, when I was going through that unemployment, struggling, I wasn't accepted unemployment, so I wasn't having any income. My finances were struggling. Um, I see it now that it had a greater purpose and it felt <laughs> it felt very tough at the time, but now it's usually until after the fact that we understand and these contracts they're not meant to hurt us but to lead us to our higher self these contracts carry people lessons and experiences that will help us to reach our destined spiritual awakening so we can have a soul contract of protection we can have a soul contract of sadness we can have a soul contract of anxiety of sacrifice of loyalty so There's all different types, and what are we going to do when soul contracts are, quote-unquote, creating chaos in our lives? We can't just sit around and wait. These contracts are meant to be ended through the lessons they bring by unlocking these. So we have to understand that it is not simple to break a soul contract. Being spiritually advanced helps us in assessing our experiences and relationships beyond their surface, so we always have to try to see things in a different light. We also have to use our intuition and be alert to feel a soul contract unfolding. Look at our patterns. If you notice that you're spreading yourself too thin for people, you might be experiencing the soul contract of sacrifice or of loyalty. So think twice before making a decision. And unfortunately, as fast as we may want them to end, soul contracts can never be hurried. It happens at its own pace and time. And what we need to do is keep an open mind as it happens. We need clarity to make healthier choices. If you are faced with the same situation and your previous approach did not work, be open to change. Um, We have to resolve it to release it. So all soul contracts are resolved with an open mind and heart. As soon as you understand how soul, con- soul contracts work and how to get around them, you will surely be able to learn the lesson of letting go um, and reap all the lessons they have to offer. And letting go and surrendering and releasing are often the hardest lessons to learn, whether it's a person or a feeling or an old way of living these lessons lead our soul to its spiritual ascension this means that the soul is rising above its current state it is growing and developing just how the divine had planned it to be so the more soul contracts you overcome in life the closer you are to your spiritual awakening and the question remains what good do soul contracts bring to our life well one is healing One of the purposes of soul contracts is to help us heal from toxic patterns and unhealthy behaviors that we may have learned in the past. This is what I was talking about with my dynamic of being in abusive relationships. The lessons that we get from overcoming soul contracts are meant to empower us. They lead us to the path that the divine has written for us. So soul contracts are guaranteed to strengthen our souls. They also help us improve our relationships. Recognize that no one is just a passerby in your life. Each person, no matter how brief the encounter, is meant to add value to your spirituality. Soul contracts relationships are no different. You may have met a partner only to be hurt in the end. You would think that the relationship was wasted, but the truth, the deeper meaning, is that it has made you become a better person. Hopefully, perhaps, maybe not in this lifetime. (laughs) So the moment we try again for another relationship, at least in my experience, I've become more loving, more understanding, perhaps even a stronger partner. And the other thing that we get from them is the power of acceptance. Not all soul contracts relationships last. More often than not, these people are planted in our lives for the sole purpose of teaching us a lesson. And once they have carried out this purpose, they're meant to leave just as planned. And this could lead to a lot of grief and heartache, but This teaches us the power of acceptance. We are taught that things may not last, and this is okay. In order for our souls to grow, we need to learn how to let go. Can I say that again? In order for our souls to grow, we must learn how to let go. And so often, some souls choose relationships before they are born. So soul agreements are pre incarnation contracts between two or more individuals. Recognize that some souls choose relationships or experiences and situations before we are born. Um, these are pre incarnation contracts before birth. So I believe that your soul chooses your family based on lessons you wish to learn in human form. And, you know, making soul agreements before birth gives our souls a game plan. <laughs> To use to advance our spiritual growth objectives when choosing future incarnations. This is all derived from Gaia philosophy, um, a principle that suggests organisms on a planet interact with their surroundings and affect its nature to make their environment maintainable for conditions of life. So, soul agreements. They happen in relationships. They happen, we choose our bodies, we choose our families, we choose our experiences or traumas even. And these aren't meant or intended to be restrictive or set in stone, um, obviously because humans have free choice. But contractually speaking, it may be believed that soul agreements have built in like out clauses because one's best made plans and goals don't always work out. And neither do larger spiritual goals. The spiritual being doesn't always have the realistic mentality that incarnated humans are faced with on a daily basis. Soul agreements are often like behind the scenes throughout a lifetime to adjust to situations that disrupt the original scenarios that it intended or it chose. And these are different than karmic bonds because unlike more rigid karmic connections people connected through soul agreements choose to hang out together for a variety of reasons. So karmic relationships tend to have an urgent energy behind them, bringing individuals together to return a favor, repay a debt, work out their differences, or make amends for past misdeeds. So when karma is in the mix, relationships can feel uncomfortable or binding as if there is no escape. Remember, guys, with karma, everything we put out comes back to us, and this could mean past lives as well. So someone who we're connected to through pre-birth agreements usually, you know, is a trusty mentor, a favorite sibling, a friend who makes us laugh. Soul agreements or spiritual contracts are usually designed with one or more um, out clauses built in to feel more freeing. There's often no feeling or sense of obligation in contractual relationships. And unfortunately, a lot of soul agreements or contracts are often based on tough love. This goes back to my history of abusive partners, uh, even being unemployed. So for example, a soul may want to experience rejection, abandonment as much as you don't think you would, or other difficult emotions in the human form another soul may agree to take on the role of nemesis to invoke this type of experience. In the eyes of an enemy, a friendly soul may be looking lovingly back. So I found this story and I'm going to read it to you. It's an example of a soul agreement before I wrap up here called The Disappearing Boy. Several years ago at work, a man came into my life. We both had a namaste moment, though I don't buy into that sort of thing too easily. He seems to be drawn to me ever since, occasionally insisting that he feels we're supposed to be a part of each other's lives and that he's supposed to love me, even though I've been in a very committed relationship this whole time. He weirded me out a bit, though I grew to know him as one of the most amazing people I've ever met. When we're putting forth effort into our friendship, we both bring a lot of love and light into each other's lives, but there have been a couple times now where one of us has hurt the other and he'll refuse to meet me halfway with love and compassion to resolve the issue he literally disappears from my life, leaving both of us confused and heartbroken. I'm hurt, but I had no resentment. I had faith that we'll figure out our soul contract someday and I'll maintain my patience until the next round. So when I read this, I found this obviously prevalent and a relevant um, example I can give you is just, I've had so many amazing people and so many horrible people who violated me, who objectified me, who abused me, who used me. Um, And on the opposite, I've had so many delicious, yummy, like incredible, beautiful, soft, loving souls in my life who were only meant to be there for days, weeks, months, even years. And then the relationship came to an end. And these are all, I believe, everyone that comes into our life was meant to be there. And we may not understand it. We may not understand the situation we are in, if it's provoking a lot of feelings of depression and hopelessness even, but... Just know that your soul chose it because it's strong enough to get through it. And sometimes the universe gives us our things like God makes our biggest fears come true rather because God knows that we are strong enough to overcome this fear. And so often we can't overcome a challenge if we don't go through it. So I just kind of wanted to put that into everyday context. I know sometimes some of these concepts are... hmm, less than easy to understand uh, when we're talking about the other side and integrating it into this 3D physical form. So I hope this sheds some light. I hope this resonated in some way. I'm sorry if it was all over the place. It's very difficult actually recording at work. There's so many distractions and noises going on. So I will have to keep that in mind for the future, but please feel free to reach out. Um, send me your feedback, send me your questions, your comments, your concerns. I'm going to be doing another listener Q and A. So I really invite you to send me your questions via Instagram to answer live on the show. And Thank you. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for listening. I hope you enjoy this episode and have a beautiful weekend, my friends.